Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. <laughs> I like how you did like three, two, one, and then like a minute later you pressed the record button. <laughs> well, it just I just needed you to impossible task it's impossible but we're doing it we're doing it so this is um part one of two we are recording with sophie after this and um we are preparing for your absence for at least two weeks i haven't been on a hiatus is that a word hiatus, hiatus I, haven't is a been, word. I have i haven't been on a hiatus i don't know when I think unless I was severely sick. Remember that time um, I had like pneumonia? I don't yeah, remember taking that was two years ago. No, I think that um you know Maybe at the end week. of March at the end of March at the beginning of the quarantine, I think yeah. that like the rest of the world, we were just like Yeah, we just couldn't get it together. So yeah, I we think were... we did take some time. But I mean like I'm turning my I'm turning my phone off. I can't have contact with my clients. I can't yeah. I can't schedule anything. I don't like being, I don't like not contacting the circle or the people that I work with, you know? I know. Because, because it's a really, it's a really, you know, special bond and relationship and I like to be there. And you know what? I realize um, the goal is that you don't need me. Like whenever I start counseling, I'm like, the goal is that you don't need to talk to me anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, this is really good. Like, you know, everybody needs a minute anyway. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to like, I, I'll just, you know, I'm just looking forward to moving forward in life. So before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was crazy for me because I had the pre-surgery stuff and then Donovan was planning on coming home. So Donovan hasn't been home in a year and everybody knows the story about Donovan in the last October. He has not been home since October. He has been working so hard. I mean, he's repaired our relationship. He's taken the reins on it. He calls me up and says, we can do better. <laughs> I was like, yes, we can. Yes, we can do better. He knows when I'm like, you know, too tired to talk. He's like, it sounds like you're tired. I think I'm going to get off the phone. He's just like really managing relationships and repairing relationships. Um, I think this was an opportunity for him to not take home for granted. Yeah. He sometimes does take me for granted. We've had conversations about it. And um, he just, um, so him coming home for Thanksgiving was a really big deal and, um, on all levels of anticipation that something can go wrong, anticipation that, you know, he may, you know, he may get upset or, um, I didn't really have those feelings this visit. I, I knew that, like, I just could not wait to see him. And I love when the family's together and we still had to, to stay in our pod because of COVID. Yeah, so, we've been yeah, we've been trying to really I mean, Sophie is the Sophie's the mitigating factor of being yeah. uh our exposing us for the most part. But, you know, I've been getting tested once a month. You got tested. I mean, that's all we can do is be careful yeah. and get tested and like you say, we just keep it to our own little pod. Yeah, we've been we've been potting it. And so um, I appreciated everybody doing that, taking a test and, you know, I quarantined a little bit. So it was just, it's just been really safe and fine. So I was just really looking forward to everybody being together because that's my favorite. When the family is all together, 
but I hadn't been feeling well, you know, obviously I have not been feeling well and a little overwhelmed, you know, but it was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But so before Donovan came home, the pre-surgery, the, the pre-surgery conversation that the nurses call you and ask you questions. And I don't know what it is, but that people, not people, some medical people don't believe that I have certain allergies. We've talked about how sensitive I am, right? So when I do the list, what are you allergic to? I say bee stings, strawberries, um, and Dramamine. And they're like, Dramamine? <laughs> how are you? Nobody's. And then they say to me, nobody's allergic to Dramamine. I'm like, you want to ask my dead father who had to lift his 300-pound daughter off the keeping her from shitting in the middle of the living room floor? <laughs> Do you really want to tell him that? She's like, what happened? And it's like, I hallucinate. I completely have hallucinations on Dramamine. She goes, well, what happens? I said, all I know is I was on top of the, I was on the rim of the top of the couch screaming at Sophie thinking she was an alien. And then I wanted to shit in the middle of the floor. And then my father had to call my neighbor. <laughs> Mike, I don't need to take that. She goes, well, do you both? Are you, do you go on boats? I'm like, no, I don't go on boats. Well, then why would you need drama? This is the conversation I have to have with them. I was like, I had labyrinthitis. And no, it, you know, labyrinthitis, it's for balance. So they gave me, they gave me Dramamine. So I just can't take that anymore. And then she's like, and then she's, and then the woman was like, okay. And then all of a sudden she starts giggling and then she couldn't stop. She had a laughing fit. Like I have a laughing fit. Then I had a laughing fit. And so we're both having laughing fits. And I'm just like, oh my God. I was like, okay. But I think I, I think that I, broke the ice of this whole thing because I'm going to be by myself and I'm not comfortable being by myself in the situation. And I think I'm going to, I think they really liked me. So maybe I'll get some extra special, whatever, or I'll just be the girl that hallucinates on drama. Are you, you know done? I mean? Did you take caffeine? <laughs> I wasn't done talking about Thanksgiving. You weren't. Well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to tell the story oh. before I forget that it, that that happened and anyway so that's what happened before thanksgiving mm -hmm. i don't know what the relevancy is there is no relevancy there's still no relevancy just wanted to share <laughs> you're, you're the queen of non sequiturs i swear to god <laughs> so, all right so go ahead talk about thanksgiving go ahead so it wasn't just your holiday it wasn't just my holiday. It wasn't um, all about me. Uh, you know, the fact that Donovan wasn't hasn't been home since last October has taken a toll on the entire family. Yeah. And uh, my Chris wanted to do something nice for Donovan and thought it would be fantastic if we got a stretch limo to pick him up. Because, you know, Donovan calls us. Uh, almost every day and actually he might call while we're recording here but he calls like almost every day and a lot of the conversations are the same we talk about how tall he is we mm -hmm. talk about how long he has to quote-unquote graduate he wants to work at walmart and um that's basically it and he yeah. will make this a circular conversation for 20 minutes mm-hmm 
but occasionally he'll be inspired by a movie. And lots of times, you know, Chris and Donovan have talked about, <laughs> you know, acting like rock stars. Like what would be, you know, that would be so great. You know, he wants to go to a club. He wants to have a dance party. And these are all fantastic ideas that Donovan will expound. Well, Chris actually wanted to make one of those conversations a reality and got him the script for a movie. And we mm -hmm. were really excited. We had, yeah. you know, we all as a group thought this is going to be fucking amazing. He's going to feel like a rock star. You know, you had, you had given us a list of things we should get for the limo to make him feel like a rock star, which includes orange soda, which he was not allowed to have. Right. And, um, you know, it took a lot of coordinating. And when it came down to it, the limo pulled up and Donovan did not want to get in the limo. Mm. was really off put his friends came out to check it out they were really excited and he just got really nervous and he i followed in my car and um i could see in my rearview mirror that donovan just stopped in his tracks and looked around and i thought he was looking for an escape and so i jumped out of the car i didn't realize i still had you guys on video I even jumped out of the car without a mask. I was just like, uh-oh, like, what's going on? And I tried to do the, like, look how cool. Chris is in the limo, really excited. And uh, Donovan was like, I'm going with you, Aunt Donna. I'm not getting in there. And we were like, don't mm -hmm. you ever want to see? There was, like, no convincing him. And, you know, when you have a special needs child in your life, we can list off a lot of things where we thought it was going to be great. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, we took him to Hershey Park when he was uh, 13, 12, 11, yeah. 12, for the first time. We had a great time. And mm -hmm. he went on rides. And he did his best. And he enjoyed the park. And it was really fun. He really wanted to go back. So the following year, we took him back. But that year made a difference with him in that he started feeling self-conscious as a young teenager right he thought everybody was looking at him and the only thing he wanted to do after we get there the only oh. thing he wanted to do was play like skee-ball in the arcade it was just the arcade. i must have spent three hundred dollars on the arcade like i spend it's worth it if he's happy but right but, like, we were just like, oh, you know, the four-hour drive, the hotel, yeah. the, you know, all of that. And we were right. disappointed. And, you know, Chris was his heartbreak. It was well, so I was more hard. upset for Chris than I was for Donovan. You know. I was, you know, I, he. Oh. Right. Donovan, and Donovan was very appreciative. Yeah. He, you know, when the three of us got in our, my car, he was like, Uncle Chris, you're the best thank you. I'm really sorry. And we were like, don't worry about it. But I can tell that Chris was choking on his, he didn't know what to say because his initial reaction was, are you kidding me? I just spent $200 or $300. He's like, I just, spent. and Chris sold something in his collection to pay for that. So it, it's still, it's nothing that he was attached to, but it was just, it was all that effort. And he just, Chris didn't know how to process it because this had never happened to him. Right. And we all just had to, you know, you just shift and you just have to let go of right. the expectation. Where years yeah. ago, 
you know, it took you how long to get over the expectation when he didn't want you at his preschool thing. Oh my God. A long time. And over the years, we've <laughs> learned this skill. It's almost a survival skill. It's like, having okay. a kid with special needs. We're like, next. All right. Like, okay, yeah. let it go. Not happening. You know, <laughs> him not wanting to be in a birthday picture. Him not wanting mm. a cake for this particular day. Him, you know, saying, uh, you know, one time uh, we were, I was taking him out for ice cream and he was really excited. And, um, I actually had to leave work early so that I could get him in time and bring him to the blah, blah, blah. We get there and there were pretty girls online and all they did was glance at the car. They were, they, you know, I have tinted windows. They didn't see inside the car. That was it. He didn't want to go out of the car. Right. It. So, you know, you have to just let go of the expectation that his reaction or connection is going to be quote-unquote normal right there's no i wasn't normal. surprised i you know right. I, I, I definitely was like okay my my whole thing was i my heart went to chris because it's a new you know and i and i said i'm gonna give you money uh, i'm gonna yeah he does and we don't care about the money really and, yeah and, and chris and got over like, it chris yeah. got over it because um you know donovan still he like i said he was really appreciative he was so gracious donovan he was, was so Mm -hmm. gracious and you know what that's the thought he knows that uncle chris loves him yeah so much and and he held on to that the whole weekend right and i think that yeah. the gesture was it really buoyed him you know and, it really uh, did it really yeah. did and you could tell how much he's growing up but i think that you know we often talk about expectations you know it's like you know Dad was known for doing things that nobody was going to be excited about. Like oh. he would buy gifts all the time, and mom would be like, "What the hell's that?" And he would his I could see dad's like heart just drop. Yeah. And I, yeah. Say, but I love it, you know. And even though I don't, because I couldn't stand, and I learned not to do that because then the you know you just learn not to do that. Like you have to know what people's interests are, you know. But uh, I I don't know. I think that. I think the gesture in itself not only boosted Donovan, but his graciousness and his understanding of effort on other people. Like, you know, when we were sitting in the living room and I went and um, Donovan hadn't seen that we redid his room, like an adult room, like we made it like blues and, you know, yeah, really you took the kid stuff out of it, kid stuff out of it and made it like, it looks, it looks like a really nice guest room, but it's not a guest room, but it looks like a bedroom for him, but mature and, I I he I promised him when he was 14 that I would get him Grand Theft Auto when he's 18. He's not allowed to have that stuff. And he's so mature. Like he's more mature than I am. Like he's so mature. <laughs> I'm like he could have had it years ago. He's really can handle stuff. And I and I was at the store, you know, and I had to go get him stuff and order stuff. And I said, you know what? I promised him when he was 18, I was gonna get him Grand Theft Auto. And Henry's like, are you sure? I'm like. He, he's already played it, I'm sure, but I promised him, and he, you know, and I got it, and he didn't even play it. He came out. That's when he hugged me. He's like, you gave me Grand Theft Auto, Mom. I said, yeah, I promise. <laughs> he's like, all right, Mom. I was like, yeah. I was like, no looking at the websites, all right? He's like, no problem, Mom. <laughs> no looking at the websites. No looking at the websites. I know. I said to him, I was like, do you want me to help you go online and find the cheats so you can see people having sex? He was like, 
Chitsora. <laughs> it's like I already know Mickey Minaj Bob's. <laughs> Mickey Minouche Bob's. Yeah. Because he can't spell. You know, it's like, you know, it's just really amazing the patience of the of progressing in life. Donovan is a perfect example of how to have patience with every little step that nothing stays the same. When we give up on certain, you know, not give up, but we feel hopeless in certain relationships that don't grow or somebody's trying to do something, it takes time. It takes time to learn. It takes time to grow. It's not an overnight thing. You know, here we are. I know you and I are looking at him. Like, remember when we were talking about stories when he stood up in the middle of the restaurant and yelled out, suck my dick to everybody. <laughs> it was like, like, I was like, okay. It was we're not like seven, six or seven. It was seven. He was doing this, like, I think he was doing that, um, suck my pussy, I think was his tone. It was something yeah, like that. Something. Something yeah. pussy. And he didn't even know what it meant. And he just kept yelling it out. And then it was suck my dick. And um, so when he was going through that phase, he would stand up in the middle of the restaurant when the chicken fingers didn't come fast enough. Right. Everybody had to know. How he <laughs> so, so, so Between you know, my mom and Zonovan, like you really can't embarrass me. You can't embarrass us. It's really no. hard. So the expectation that I was going to take him to a restaurant were very slim at that point for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I had to help also acclimate him that he needed to learn how to behave in public. Right. It's called community behavior. We used to call right. it community behavior. Right. Now he's a champ. And when he's uncomfortable, he says, Mom, I'm uncomfortable. We get up, we go, and we go somewhere else. You have to be flexible. Like, you know, he's not doing it on purpose. He's not spoiled. He's not being an angry, he's not any of those things. You know, people who have severe anxiety or autism or, you know, have certain kinds of feelings that they can't help, I think it's really cool if you could put your feelings aside and just accommodate and it's just a better, it's just a better time. Yeah, when you, you try to, to let go of expectations. I told Chris when we got home, um, like he, his shoulders were like, yeah. And I was like, so um, do you feel like you proposed to somebody at the stadium <laughs> on the Jumbotron? And they said no. And he was like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it felt like. <laughs> oh, uh, Chris. Poor Chris. You know what? That karma, that karma is going to come to him. I know. He has he's, no idea. He's such a good guy. He's such a good guy. He's so, so generous. Good to the kids. He's so good to us. He's just it's very ridiculous. Easily. You know, over the summer, I've talked about it. You know, Chris loves swing markets and garage sales, as do I. I don't pretend not to be. But he's really, he's got an eagle eye. His toys are his thing. So Chris has a special radar that's. Right. He has a radar that is very hard for me to explain. As somebody who I've always shopped thrift and antiques, I also can scan, you know, I can scan an antique center. Like, I know if you went into one, you'd have a nervous breakdown because you're like, what am I looking at? But I know, mm. like, what I collect. I know what I like. I know that. And I can scan and be like, oh, there's that. There's that. There's that. And quickly look at one price or two and know where I'm at. And I know there are a lot of people out there like me too. It's not a special thing. It's just something 
least with Chris, however, I don't care how good you think you are at garage sales and flea markets. Chris has an eye, you know, like they say, a hawk can see five <laughs> yeah. miles. They can be flying five <laughs> miles above in the sky, and they can look down and see a mouse. Yeah. Five miles, um, you know, whatever that, right. whatever that eyesight thing they have. Right. Chris has that with toys. So, so Nico is obsessed with Lightning McQueen from right. Cars, a character I did not know until like four months ago, and now right. I feel like. Lightning McQueen is one of my spirit guides because he's <laughs> in my life so much. So because of that, Chris can go into any place where there might be new toys or used toys, and he will find that fucking Lightning McQueen. I don't know how he does it. We need it like we have like seven. seven. We have seven I, in the house right now. I spend so much money on freaking but Lightning McQueen. I you, can't. I can't yeah, anymore. But, he, but Chris finds him for it. Secondhand, so I think we've talked about this over, I think right, talked, so over yeah. the summer. But since the weather has changed, I brought all the toys that I had out by the pool into the front porch, and I kind of hid them, or I right. thought I hid them. And the other day, I had Nico and Mr. Eagle Eye the same, just like with <laughs> he it caught something. I was, he doesn't even go into that part of the house, and he goes, "Oh, here." Oh, here. And he That's how he found his Spider-Man. His big box. So now we have, so for the first time in months, all of the toys that Uncle Chris has collected, also known as Momo, that Momo has collected was all in the living room at the same time. Nico could not walk. He loved it. He, was just, he loved every second of it. He was crawling. He looked like. He loved it. He was crawling on top of the couch and the furniture to look down at his treasure. It was insane. This it's is like insane. Scrooge McDuck. He's Scrooge McDuck. He's <laughs> crazy. I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't love these it. kids. I love these kids. You it's never know. With their little things. Uh, you know what? I That's what it, the whole point is, is that, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's the expectations and it's the not listening and, and putting your feelings and trying to have a power struggle and make things happen because of the way that you want them to. Yeah. It's only going to get you in trouble. It's, it's just, yeah, not I, 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 you know, I know that you and I have an unspoken language between us and I know that both of us, we didn't even say it out loud. We were just like, we should have known better. Yeah. We both I, like, I remember making eye contact with you mm -hmm. when we got there and we were like, we should have known. I didn't think about it. I was like, I really thought that maybe... We got caught up in ourselves. We got caught up in our own ego. I did. I did. I did. I was so excited. You know what? The possibility. But you know what? If you don't try, you don't know. It could have been sure. the best. It could sure. have been... Yeah. And you know, right now... It could have been like an 80s Michael J. Fox movie in his head. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. You know? And now he's talking about a graduation party. He wants a graduation dance party. And I maybe was not. Maybe not. And now I'm like, you know, when he brings it up again, I'm going to say, is this going to be like a limo situation? Because I will throw you a dance party. But if you don't, you know, I can't. Show up. Attend. Right. But I don't want to throw that in his face either. I don't want to no. be like, remember the limo? No, 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 no. No, that's not what I mean. I just mean like, let's, let's remember that experience as a benchmark. Make sure it's something you really want. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got to make so, sure, you know, be careful what you wish for and ask for. It's not just, absolutely. you know, for kids with special needs. It's for all of us. It's for all of us. We're all special needs. We're all special well, needs. I, I speak. I, speak. <laughs> I, I yeah. do impressions. I know that you are special needs. For special sure. needs. I'm ridiculous. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm going tomorrow morning and I'm pooping my pants. Anyway, I'm fine. So I wanted to, so first of all, I just want to thank you so much for, Sharing my holiday. I love our family. I'm just so grateful. I love you so much. And I have an update for Tracy. Tracy's doing very well. I wanted to update everybody who was thinking about her. Um, but on Thanksgiving, her apartment went on fire. I know. You know, that there are some people that uh, you feel like they can't catch a break. Donovan overheard and said to and Tracy, and, and Tracy's listening. She said, he said, your life is traumatic. <laughs> Life is traumatic. It's just like it is. It is. But the positive side is that she ended up being in a better apartment. So things do, gifts do happen in ugly packages. The, the apartment they had to move her in is nicer than the one she had. Oh. So I think she's going to be just fine. So thank God for that. But Donovan was really kind of, he just like was eating something. He was like, your life's traumatic. <laughs> Tracy. So, but she's doing well. She's doing chemo. She's she's feeling better. So there's some hope there. And that's a real benefit. That's a real good thing. Sophie's just on fire. Sophie's doing well. I think she's going to be okay. She's doing some really good Endeavor stuff. Donovan's doing really well. Nico's adorable. I mean, I'm like, come on. Come on. I like when he wants to do the card of the day. Card day? Card day. Card day. The other day, um... Uh, he came upstairs in my dressing room on my altar, and he saw my deck of cards, and he goes, card day? And I was like, <laughs> you could do the card of the day. So he actually did the card of the day for me in the bathroom. Did you film it? No, I was in the bathroom. He brought it in. Oh. I was like, card day? I was like, okay, pick a card. And I love how he, I don't know. He I contemplates. He contemplates. He yeah, I, he goes this. He looks. He picks it up. He picks it. He goes this one. Like he yes. this one. It's very funny. My kids are amazingly brilliant and spiritually genius. All of them. He's very all cute. Of them. I like how he also does um, sound healing. I like his sound healing method. <laughs> we need to work He's, on that a little bit. Yeah, he hits me with the fork sometimes. I know <laughs> he misses. <laughs> like it's okay. The tuning fork. Yes, very good. Well, I feel like you're you're taking inventory before you're um you go under tomorrow. <laughs> am I doing that? I think I am. I'm like, does everybody know you're I love them? Recording the podcast, and you're actually going it's, through. It's actually my will and testament. Something <laughs> Your happens to me. Last will and testament. Yeah. What did I say? My will and testament. Yeah. <laughs> that is my will. So I mean, Donna, you can have the gong. All I have are bowls and a gong. There's nothing. I have nothing else. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give Susanna the gong. Oh, Susanna. Oh, yeah, Susanna, Susanna will get the gong. Susanna I, I would. I know love. when things belong to me and when they don't. Yeah, but everything else, Henry is 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 very particular about what he wants. But as far as my bowls and my gongs and my, you know. And then my tarot cards, which I have in my hand, they have to be burned with me. They have to, they can't, you can't, it's kind of like the conjuring. You don't want to put, <laughs> the, you know, you, 
it'll be in the in the museum of you know you don't want these these are these are totally attached to it'll me. Be a haunted item. It'll be haunted. Yeah, my cards have been with me for twenty five years. Yeah, they're my first deck, so they're my only deck I really use. So I've been so I, I am flipping my cards over because Don, I wanted to talk about we usually plan for the winter solstice. It's coming up in twenty one days. We prepare. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk, if that's okay, I wanted to talk about, uh, I wanted to do a little reading for us or whomever, because the time period between before here and December 21st, right, is where we start incubating our ideas. So we want to start thinking about what our ideas are for the next year, for the next bloom. So from the 1st to the 21st, are really it's a really good time to sit and really think what you want to bring in for the next year. I haven't done the numerology or anything for the for the next year, but I think that we should go with our instincts about what we want to bring in. And I think that I really feel like this year, 2020, was the tower. It was all about the breaking down and the rebuild. Everybody's rebuilding themselves. So next year, it's when when spring comes, you really want to get your projects and you really want to get your discipline in order. So start to think about your discipline to make your projects work because, you know, nothing comes from nothing. You have to work at everything. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking in general. Yeah, no. And, and part of part of what's holding everybody back a little bit or a little afraid of moving forward because of what's happening, anxiety and pain is that we're lacking discipline. And so whatever you're going to manifest and plant for the solstice, just add discipline to it. Some people are really fantastically organized that they can be disciplined, but I'm on Patreon. Uh, we're working on 30, 30, 30, which is what Yogananda taught me, which was 30 minutes of exercise or active activity, 30 minutes of reading or writing, reading and writing or, and then 30 minutes of meditation. And there's the mind, body, and spirit and practicing the discipline. I have been really on point since last equinox about the activity part. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've been really diligent on it again. And I think that the, the discipline is what's going to help you get your projects and get everything you want, whether it's your um, entrepreneur stuff whether it's getting your house in order and moving, whether you're buying something new, whether you're looking, whatever you're looking for on employment, another employment, or you need to rest and take care of you, discipline is the answer. So I think that's where we're going in the next year. I mean, the, the pandemic, don't, don't plan anything until after January, even till April. Like it's going to be a little bit before we kind of hit that trans. The, you know, the transitional period. So I need everybody to be patient with going out, making plans, going, people are planning vacations for next year. Just be patient and wait. And the reason is, is because everybody's going to have the same idea and then everybody's going to get sick at the same time again because we don't know what's, what's happened. So they need to wait. So the bottom line for that is that for, for interpersonal discipline and balance, and exercise is going to be everybody's once you take care of you you know once you put you first as far as 
your own care and physical care, everything will fall into place. Because if you're bombarding yourself with expectations of what the job needs, what everybody else needs, you're going to get lost. So listen, I'm just, I'm, I don't know, I don't know why I'm saying this, but spirit's coming through. And I just want everybody to feel like, you know, there's support out there. There's support out there. So figure out how you're going to do it, but get cracking. Okay. I feel like uh, you were on a roll. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, that, that was it. That's what, that's what came to me. I wanted to give everybody that message. Good. You know, I'm going to, I'm doing it. I'm not, I don't, you know, I, I talk the walk. I walk the talk. Uh-huh. That's the expression. And I got it right. You see no, that? No, you I'm didn't. Saying? That wasn't right. What is it? I walk the walk. Yeah. That's I thought it was that you walk the talk. No, you talk the talk, you walk the walk. I know, but you look it up on your second computer there. I can. Watch this. <laughs> Here I am. I think it's talk the walk or walk the talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyways, I'm, everything else is good. I have these um, work your light oracle cards. They're fantastic. Josh, uh, Josh gave these to me a couple years ago. I love these cards. They're a little, they're very uh, for the light worker, you know? And it says, uh, <laughs> there's two cards that popped out. One was deep replenishment. Retreat, rest, and be held. There you go, Kath. That's for you. That's for me. Retreat. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to discipline myself and not be on my phone. Rest. And then the other one was get grounded. Empaths Wait, highly... What? Retreat, rest, and be held? Yeah, be held. Okay. You know, hold your, hold your yes. space. Yeah. And then get grounded for empaths. Highly sensitives connect with nature. So get out there, make sure you walk as much as possible outside. Just kind of, you know, validating everything I kind of put me up on. Yeah. I love these cards are gorgeous. They're yeah. from Rebecca Campbell. Just great work. The artwork is by Danielle Knoll. Yeah, she was very good. Very good. That's nice. That's good. That's good. That's what I got. Yeah. What about for you, Don? How you doing? I'm good. Um uh the Patreon circle is familiar with uh, one of my familiars that I brought home and he's finally resting and um, I'm going to, we're on zoom and I'm going to uh, show the video. I'm going to show you guys. Uh, so the Patreon circle can get the update on Mac. Mac so, is, Mac is relaxing. <laughs> Mac is it's relaxing. Scary. Mac is a plant. I, Mac is a plant. And I was given, I call him Mac short for uh, Machiavelli. He's <laughs> a bully. This plant, and this is very funny. I really enjoyed it. If you were on Patreon, you could see Kathy's reaction when I introduced you to her, to him. Um, when I introduced him to her. Um, so, uh, 24 years ago, a person whom I worked with gave me this plant as a thank you uh, upon her departure. And it was, it, you know, it was only like six inches. And it looked like she got, she gave it to me because it looked like a Dr. Seuss plant. It looked like a plant, literally, that Dr. Seuss had drawn. I had this plant in my office, and over the years, he has grown quite a bit. 
and he grows out and down and up and he is the boss. And mm-hmm. there are people mean. at my office who can um, attest to the fact that he has pushed other plants <laughs> off this, the small table that I had him on. Somebody gifted me a cute little cactus. After a four-day weekend, I came into my office and the little cactus was on the floor. He did that twice over the years. And I tell people, um, be careful, he's a bully. And he'll reach out, he snags people. It's very, he's very expressive. <laughs> and so uh, he thrives in bad weather, as do I. And we relate to each other on that. And as soon as the weather started chill, you know, getting a little chillier, he, he bloomed flowers. He was kind of in, he kind of sleeps during the summer. Anyway, so uh, during this dark winter time, I decided to bring him home because I feel like I'm only working one day a week and it's not enough for him. So I bring him home last week. I put him in the sink because I gave him some more fresh soil and a different pot. And I told Chris, who was in his office, I was like, listen, um, don't be scared of the plant in the sink. And he was like, I, okay, I won't be scared of a plant. Like thinking, like, what? <laughs> and then a little while later, he starts dinner and I came in and I was like, oh, let me get Mac and bring him upstairs. He's like, that plant scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so then I introduced Kathy to the plant and I recorded your reaction and you were like, oh my God. So if this is not incentive for you to join Patreon, just so that you can see Mac, but here's an update on Mac. So he was very, very agitated last week when I brought him home. He is your demon. He's your demon. He is. He's, he's, my, he's one of my familiars for sure. At, at night, like, like the clown in Poltergeist will <laughs> yeah. curl around your neck and kill Wait, you. Don't look at my dirty laundry, everybody. But here he is. And you can see he's ready. He's relaxed. He's relaxed. Yeah. He's now resting. He was actually, um, yeah. he was up. Back. Yeah, he was, he was up. He, he was, was up. his, his things were up and he, he, his energy was tyrannic. Yeah. Yeah. It was a tyrannic energy. And I felt like he, he's going to come from where you live to my house while I'm sleeping, wrap his. Yes. Chris, Chris feels that he's going to come through the heating vent. <laughs> and I'll him. choke me while I'm sleeping. Yeah. You What's know, I don't funny like- is um, it's full moon tonight, and so I'm going to do a little ritual later, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to charge Are you going to put, are you going to put, like, a black cape on him? <laughs> 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 and he's going to light some incense. Yeah. The kind of plant, he, he's called a crown of thorns. Yeah, he is. So, he, and he's going to wear a hat. He's going to wear a hat. Yeah. He's going to light some incense. He's going to get the salt water. He's going to. He's going to ring the bells. Ring the bell, get the bing, get the beans out. He's gonna push. I have some happy elephants underneath him, like near him, and I keep looking to see if he's gonna like push those happy elephants away. It's very funny. I also have a Buddha near him. He's calmed down though. You see, his energy is better. He's calmed down. He is. I don't think he likes to be alone. He does not like to be alone. Oh my but god. But he's very happy to not have another plant near him. That I know for sure. I have, I, speaking of familiars, I have a really inappropriate story, but I, it's so funny. I have to share it. Okay. Henry's going to kill me, but I, if I, if I say this story, but I'll say it like just, so we got a kitten and everybody knows his name is T-Rex. I told you the story. He's adorable and he's growing, right? 
well, he is such a good boy. Like, he sleeps with us. Like, he just sleeps. He doesn't run around and cause problems, doesn't play with paper in the middle of the night. (laughs) So, (laughs) he doesn't play with paper. So, Henry and I were having intimate time. Mm -hmm. We thought we put the cat out. (laughs) We thought thought we put the cat outside the room. Like, we put him out because... Mm -hmm. Private. It's inappropriate. Right. No, nothing right. can watch me. While you're right? painting each other's toenails, it'll get all <laughs> fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, um, well, our, our the back of our bed is like a cubby. So he sleeps in the cubby where our heads are, right? So I, I guess we thought he was outside. Well, when it was my time to have a good time, I guess I was loud. <laughs> and I feel this little paw, like, thinking I was okay. <laughs> Stop what I was doing. I was like, it's gonna He was like, I thought something happened to me, a little boy. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was so I was so upset. He saw something. I'm like, it's inappropriate. <laughs> You okay, mom? Are you, are you hurt? Are you and mom? Are you and mom and dad wrestling? Dad Maybe wrestling with you. Picture of you doing that. Do it again. <laughs> anyway, so that's funny. He doesn't like to be alone. He's very obviously, and he's really sneaky because I swear he was outside. Like we put him outside the the, the room. I can totally picture uh, Chris and I doing it, and I look down, and there's my plant <laughs> sitting there on the side of the bed, like this. <laughs> mom, you okay? Waiting. Are you okay, mom? Are you okay, mom? Just waiting to strike like a cobra. <laughs> Oh, he's doing great. T-Rex is doing great, but now I have to physically put him in the living room and then run to the bedroom. <laughs> I just like to run. And run. <laughs> I run. Because he wants to follow. He's so cute. Oh. And he doesn't meow. Like, uh, like he just patiently, he patiently will wait for me. Yeah, like, he's not a noisy cat, although we're going to jinx it now that we've said it out loud. No, and he's really patient in the morning because I don't feed him as soon as I wake up. He has to yeah. wait until I get yeah. settled, and then I feed him. So it can be between 7 and 9, and he's yeah. so good, so yeah, good. That's one thing uh, I've, I'm i really good at. Like, animals do not dictate right. my eating and sleeping, and no. No, Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Yeah, they can be trained. Yeah. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, Mom? Oh, he's going to be so good for you when you're healing after your surgery. Yeah, he's going to be great. He's great now. He's great now. He lays right on my neck, you yeah. know, and he's he's really sweet. It's he's amazing very... how animals know where you are blocked or where you're, yeah. you know. I had a German Shepherd that oh, would go into my endometriosis suffering. She knew before I knew that the pain, my pain was coming. You know, you know, like, you know, they have dogs that can sniff yeah. bed bugs and COVID, you know, my, like my dog, obviously of all, yeah. you know, 
she really knew when I was suffering and she was 80 pounds and she knew on certain days when to lay across my belly. Yeah. You know, I love that. I love animals. You know, what's so funny is that, um, he reminds me of our first cat fluffy. Yeah. (laughs) I love you know, uh, we had a cat named fluffy growing up and he's kind of like, imagine a scarred up boxer being called fluffy. (laughs) Yeah. He was a badass. He was really tough because mom didn't take care of him. Never went to the vet. He never went to the vet. Never went to the vet. Lived forever. Never went to the vet. Never had a flea issue. Never. He was just like that got in his way. And he was just such a wonderful. He never had fleas, and he was in and out. Like he, I feel like the fleas were. He was so tough, and he was so good with us. Like I didn't realize because you know I'm not a cat person. This is my first cat. Like I've had dad, dad. I took care, helped dad take care of his cats. But I've never had my own cat, and um, he reminds me of Fluffy. Yeah. Like he's yeah. except he's sweet. Like Rex is sweet. Fluffy wasn't sweet. He was protective and loving to us because we were his. Yeah. But if he weren't, he could give a shit. He could give a shit. He walked. He walked like he was a bodybuilder. Like if he could walk like with on his hind legs, yeah. you know, walking. He was <laughs> like, really tough. Like pow, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. And I kept remembering, mom would feed, and mom would feed him like human crap food. Garbage. And he was fine. And he survived. He survived. She was like, here, eat this, burn your mouth. Who do I care? Yeah, no. He said, burn <laughs> your mouth. Because all he did was want mom's food. Yeah. And she put down an addition. She would like, burn your mouth. I don't care. And then, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I don't care. You come to a rock and then you relax. <laughs> There's a creek. All right. Well, Kath. Yes. All right. John. Mars, your big day. Yes. Yes. And um, I'm grateful and I'm happy that this is going to be over with. I know. And I have to go at 6.45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to wash with dial soap like I'm at MASH. <laughs> Four <Fourth laughs> seven seven MASH with lye. They're going to pour lye on me. down outside with the cold. That's it. That's cold it. Cold. Make sure. Um, it's so weird, but mm-hmm. I'm grateful. I know I'm going to be taken care of. I know mom and dad are with me, so I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel them. I am very sad I'm not there to film you coming out of anesthesia. That's you know what? It's the only gift out of this is that you're not <laughs> going to be there to film me in anesthesia. And I had to tell them that. That's why I said, I said, listen. After anesthesia, I act like I'm drunk, and I'm going to say things. I'm going to want to kiss you. Just ignore me. Just tell me I'm fine. Tell me Henry's going to see me soon. It'll be fine. And I'll shut up. But just ignore me because I'm a drunk. I'm like, I love you. Remember my doctor? When I had my hip surgery, I'm like, I love I you. <laughs> you wanted to how, un- <laughs> how uncomfortable. And then you come out of anesthesia. You're like, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't mean that. He's like, I know you love me. I was like, I do, but I didn't mean that. Yeah. Oh, you meant it. Oh, you. It's so embarrassing. It. Yeah. I'm embarrassing. <laughs> Speaking of embarrassing. Yes. Is it as embarrassing as standing up and telling everyone to suck your pussy? <laughs> diner when you're seven years old. <laughs> Maybe not. On a scale of, on a scale of diner to pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs>
embarrassing is it that you hit on your doctor? You didn't really just, hit on him. You were just full of adoration and I was and tongue. <laughs> and don't for don't even think when I went into the surgery room, I made sure everybody was cleansed. I said, okay, everybody, did everybody have a good morning? Yes. Did everybody, yes, everybody yes, say? Yes. They're like, yes. <laughs> Let me feel your energy. Let me make sure. I don't want any anger. If you're yeah. angry at your spouse, put it at the door. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> all right it's just who i am (laughs) it's who you are it's who i am that's my mother who i am (laughs) all right have a great night i love you enjoy your cone of silence i will and i'm grateful for everybody reaching out talk to anybody this is your time you need to take the time take the time all right we got to talk to sophie and um peace out bye don bye high five Open up my